0: Speaking of weight, where are we?
1: Ah, uh, we call it the prefatorium. Ooh. Why is, why, speaking of weight?
0: <laughs> it was a poor, uh, <laughs> I was going to say transfer. I think it's one of those nights where my brain Board is just night. There's words that <laughs> the are offloading of Adam's input <laughs> is. And then there's words. Going poorly. That work but i shouldn't be using uh-huh so transition is the word I'm looking for okay but i said transport or what hell i said <laughs> i don't even know
1: a transition 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 yes. well this is a transitory space it is uh that's kind of uh so it's appropriate yeah that you would think of transition and what we do here is talk about uh, well first of all this thing that you're listening to this uh this podcast show yeah it's called the percolator it is we'll get there eventually but this pull, is a I mean, sort of a people, side podcast. Calm down.
0: For <laughs> we'll, we will get there. There's no need to get uppity.
1: This we are we we are in the archive complex, but uh, we're not in the archive proper. That's a whole separate podcast. We started this one because there was so much uh, material that we had to cover, and the archive. You know, we want to keep it famously, famously, by, yeah, right. By one exactly. Nick May, uh, who's who is not here, but. Um, so what we do in the prefatorium is we talk about show matters and comments. Mm-hmm. When we get to the percolator, well, then uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we will percolate. You're on your butts. But <laughs> that phrase has really, like, made quite the 2019 comeback.
0: Yeah. yeah I feel yeah. like...
1: I mean, I mean, it was it was prevalent for a while. Don't I mean, call I don't,
0: it a comeback. It's been <laughs> here for years.
1: <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. It has. Uh, but I think... I feel like there was maybe just enough time went away or Mm -hmm. went by for it to kind of subside. And then it came back like just long enough for us to forget how much we really liked it, you know, and to, to simmer down from the fact that we were sick of hearing it so much.
0: Maybe that's just me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, This is
1: just me. I'm, I'm, I'm projecting. Okay. I doubt we have any show matters this week. I'm yeah, not a, not a single one. Not a one. Although, I mean, I guess you could say that the the very existence of the Percolator this week is a show matter. In as much as its existence has been continually questioned and reaffirmed right. every Percolator episode for the last month and a half or yeah. two. Well, here so, we are. Yeah, back again. It's back. Yeah. Uh, okay, but we do have comments. And my favorite part. Now, I don't want to take Drew to task, but... If you listen to the last episode of The Percolator, I think he said something to the effect of, I don't know if we have any comments.
0: No, I can't find where right. John keeps... He totally threw you under the bus. Is I, he, like he can't you were find supposed to leave them where out? I
1: keep them. Right. Yeah, there is a big box right here in the prefatory yeah. that says comments. Or worst case scenario, they're on the internet. <laughs> it's yeah, it's going to look them up. We've got Wi-Fi here. Yeah. Okay. So in as much as Drew was shirking his responsibilities... Uh, we have numerous comments that we have to catch up on these some of these go back three weeks that's how far uh and and deep a trench drew has dug us great uh, in terms of to me great but (laughs) comment (laughs) deficits great yeah who knows if these people are going to be even listening anymore but exactly all right three weeks ago we this is a great this not only is this a blast from the past like the recent past but this comment was posted to our very first episode of the archive? Of the archive, yeah. Yeah, not the... Per- Arcade? There. Arcades, yeah. Here's here's the comment. This is from The Nameless Creeper. Went ahead and listened to this for a small nostalgia trip to the to way back when the archive first started. I have to say that after 22, 23 seasons, totaling 341 episodes, some odds and ends... Of course, those, that number has increased. Yeah. But, uh, some odds and ends, unnumbered episodes, and many, many archived episodes archived hours spent talking about everything the show has grown and evolved quite drastically with two new members now separate percolator episodes and many special episodes such as drew's clues and does john love it or hate it (laughs) the archive has changed significantly since its inception with arcades despite all this the archive has never lost its charm or humor keep it up gentlemen and here's to another 341 episodes oh i mean that is like if we had, um, let's say there was like a history channel special about the archive. Okay. This this would be a great, like, um, conclusion, like a, a concluding statement for... Read by Burl Ives. Yeah, yeah. Say, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Or Peter Graves. <laughs> or Peter Graves. Oh, he's he dead. He is, he's well, they're, yeah. they're both
0: dead. <laughs> oh, yeah, Burl <laughs> Ives is dead, too. <laughs> or Peter Falk, whatever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> wait ahead and listen <laughs> um okay well thank you nameless creeper that was uh quite the accolade i really appreciate it i think everybody else will too uh when they hear it um you know if you want to leave stuff like that uh uh on the itunes store um can that, you, do that? you can do that yeah wow. that too. so yeah these comments that we're reading these were posted to the archive.com but there's lots of other places you can put comments um we'll tell you about those in a bit um all right now we're going to go back two weeks ago this is an episode of The Percolator that... Uh, Should we have
0: had time-traveling Adam do all this? It might have been a smoother transition.
1: Well, it it might have, but it also might have been even more awkward.
0: That's true. Especially know. with no you know how, how to reach the guy. So
1: True. <laughs> and what happens if, like, you know, he starts to fade out as he's, you know, That's, reading? Yeah. And speaking of
0: fading out, we haven't seen time-traveling John or Drew ever. So... It, yeah. Maybe they're, maybe they're gone.
1: They're in a, a different a parallel of, universe. Right. Yeah. Snap. Um, <laughs> all right. So the episode that um, this comment refers to was called the audacity of John Hammond. Okay. And in it, Drew and I talked about how poor a theme park designer John Hammond was, or or maybe we should say how little attention he seemingly put into some of the the structural and functional elements of theme park design I when he sure built the original.
0: The, talking like the, 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 the T-Rex paddock, and stuff like that, like things that are kind of based on things having to happen in order to be.
1: Well, just, just, or just, 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 just the fact that like, it, it seems like he doesn't have any idea of how to like, Handle capacity like this is a very low capacity park that we see right. in the first. Yeah, right, I listen to park, this. Yeah, and, yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, okay. Well, this comment uh, is from someone who goes by the audacity of the archive. <laughs> a bold statement. And uh, this individual says John Hammond was an experienced theme park runner years before he would ever become a geneticist. Don't you remember the mother flippin' flea circus? Uh-huh. He ran a whole circus. They had a wee trapeze and a merry go, uh, kara, carousel. <laughs> he was basically a carny who went into genetics to get back into being a carny. <laughs> I mean, that. It holds water. It does hold <laughs> water. Yeah. Is um, that the whole thing? That's the comment. Yeah. Okay. So thank you, Audacity of the Archive. Um, that's great. I. I this is a topic well drew and i discussed this we think that there's a lot of room here um to to expand upon this idea of um looking logistically at theme park designs as they exist in fictional environments so like in movies or books or whatever and just applying our own um experience and uh Sifting through and seeing, like you know, what what are what's the likelihood that this would actually work in the real world? Sure. Um, I don't know if we'll ever explore that more. Maybe in a deep <laughs> dive. Um, Love it. <laughs> that's another part of the archive. It is. Uh, okay. Now Off we're going to collected. Yes, very. Um, now we're catching up. We're getting closer. Okay. Here. We did an episode of the archive on speakeasies. Oh, uh, this was this was an episode that uh, Nick and I conducted. Now, we got a comment here on that episode from Adam. And uh, Adam says, so the whole time I'm listening, I'm waiting and waiting and waiting, and yet nothing. Did neither of you remember Kelly? Good night, Kelly. Good night, Kelly. And I co-owned a bar called The Blind Tiger. Sheesh. Where were you on that one? So th- that that the, the 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 reason you make reference to this because is because in the episode we talked about um, Blind Tiger numerous times. Yeah, <laughs> that was um, in in the like earliest days of speakeasies. Many um, of these establishments became known as Blind Tiger places because they would have some kind of attraction that would be the the ostensibly what was drawing people there. Like people were going to see a blind tiger. Right. People were going to see a one-legged chicken. Um, when in f- and, and while there, they could see that. And <laughs> they would pay admission <laughs> to see these things. And the uh, proprietor would provide them I, with... be a one-legged chicken in here. Is, is that, <laughs> I don't get to see that today? All right. All right. <laughs> the proprietor would offer them beverages, complimentary beverages, to oh. get around the liquor licensing. There you go. Right, so the reason we didn't mention the bar that you guys co-owned was because you didn't actually have a blind tiger at the bar. You don't know that. Well, that's true. I guess <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's true. And it,
0: it's a loose that we did have a giant stuffed tiger that had uh, one eye removed. Did he really? Yes. Wow. So, uh, I, so let me, let me clarify.
1: Casera, casera.
0: Not like a like a dead stuffed tiger, but like a. Like a teddy bear. Like a plush tiger. Yes. Yeah. But like full size.
1: Okay. Like, like an you know, FAO Schwartz tiger.
0: Yeah. Like a five foot long stuffed tiger that had one eye missing.
1: Okay. So, wow. Well, now I feel even worse about sliding you on that. It did okay. occur to me, like as I was reading that, I was like, oh, okay. That's why they called it Blind Tiger. It is. Uh, yeah. But then since you weren't here, I completely forgot about yeah, it. That's all good. Um, I miss Blind Tiger, by the way.
0: So do I. Yeah. Yeah. it was a It was a cool place. Yeah. Uh, Very poorly managed by the uh, landlords, Uh, uh, which was part of the ultimate undoing of of it.
1: That seems to be a challenging space. Yes. um, Which would um, support your (laughs) theory. No, I
0: think in the last... Um, Let's see. Probably... Eight years has been at least... Well, maybe 10... We'll oh, go 10 years. The last 10 years has been at least six businesses in that space. Yeah. Which is insane if you think about it.
1: It is. Uh, in a, Particularly given that it is in a very highly trafficked, yeah. um, very accessible place. It's prime real estate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, RIP Blind Tiger. Um, yeah. Um, I never made it to the adult sleepover that was hosted there, and I really wanted to, but... It made the news. It did, Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, we're we're really caught up now because we're going to talk about comments. future comments. <laughs> <laughs> These are comments uh, from the most recent episode of the archive, in which we posited uh, what we would contribute to the Voyager Golden Record. This is the um, Golden uh, LP that is floating around in space on the Voyager no. the spacecraft. Um, so, these are basically songs that we would want to play for any alien life that might encounter the Voyager spacecraft, and we asked uh creepers to provide their selections to us, and a couple of them did Good, do you want to hear these? I would
0: love to all right, the first one like of songs you 'll play all the songs right
1: now uh, yeah we 're going we 're going to go <laughs> song by song and comment on them. uh no, but we will put uh links to these in the show notes there you for go. this episode, so you can listen to them yourself. It's kind um, of the B sides of the B sides. It's the C D it's oh, the, the C D sides. Oh, it's the C side because of the creepers. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. All right. The first one comes from a guy named Mike Westfall. Ma, 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 Mike Westfall. Yeah. Mike says after careful consideration, my contributions to side C for creeper. Did he say that seriously? He did. Yes. Ah,
0: see Mike, you're, you're okay in my book. <laughs> Oh, real quick, yeah. uh, for any new listeners. Sorry, Mike. Hold on a second. Yeah, sorry, Mike. Uh, you, you heard the little ditty that uh, that we played. Uh, Mike, if you ever comment enough that you are like a a um, entity, so to speak, yeah. we will we will make you a little theme song.
1: We will. Yeah. We won't call it a ditty though. Probably not. <laughs> Which this is my comment. Before we get to Mike, I, I did want to say. Um, I, you you made this assertion <laughs> on behalf of the human race in that Voyager record right. episode that uh, everyone on Earth refers to songs as ditties, and I, I I just want you to know I want to melt down your Voyager gold record oh, no. so that you are not misrepresenting. Me as a member of this planet, because I refuse to refer to songs as ditties.
0: I mean, I don't necessarily blame you for that. It was a stroke of uh, a moment of madness that I just ran with. <laughs> so, you <laughs> yeah, you,
1: were, you used that word like six times in did, your notes. I did. I think. I did. Okay, back to Mike's comment. Uh, he says, after careful consideration, my contributions to Side C are as follows Number one, The Circle of Life from The Lion King. Ooh. Number two, the Super Mario Brothers theme song. I like it. I assume, whoa, whoa. I assume this means from the uh, the video game and not from the Super, Super Show. Mario Brothers Super Show. He doesn't say Super Show, and I feel like Mike he would doesn't. specify here. But read, read it again. Read the actual verbiage of what he says. Two, the Super Mario Brothers theme song. Okay. Okay. Yeah. that That's... Yeah. Yeah. And number three, It Was a Good Day by Ice Cube. <laughs> I mean, these are stellar selections. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Mike. Uh, all right. We got a comment from another Mike. Oh yeah. This is a very special, uh, creeper comment. This comes to us from, I believe the very first person to support the archive. The very first sponsor of the archive. Huh? Iron Mike Creighton. Do you remember Mike Creighton? Vaguely. Well, he Ed supported Vaguely the archive. Jr. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Mike says, uh, his three picks uh, for the Voyager record would be John Coltrane, "My Favorite Things," good, good. Uh, Laurie Anderson, "Oh Superman." I don't know if I know that song. I don't know if I do either. I feel like I feel like that is familiar enough of a title that I have heard it and I mm-hmm. just don't realize it. Right. But same. Uh, Aphex Twin, "Girl Boy Song." I'm pretty confident I haven't heard that, but. Again, we will put all of these in the show notes so you can listen to them. Thank you, Mike and Mike uh, Mike and for, Mike, for candy. submitting those. Okay. as we mentioned, there are lots of places where you can leave comments. One of them is thearchive.com. You can check. also leave them for us. You can send them directly to us via Facebook, check, Instagram, check and Twitter, check check. at the archive. You could also verbally relay
0: <laughs> no, beat me to it
1: these <laughs> comments to any one member of the archive and we might remember to uh, repeat them or paraphrase them i
0: said i've had here. a verbal comment and i got about 5% of it accurate
1: <laughs> but but we okay. did it so if you really want to party the way to go right. is with a verbal comment right. um,
0: never know what you're going to
1: get however yeah. you do it we appreciate it and um, uh uh yeah, let's let's yeah. get on let's get on to steeping. Yeah, get out of here. Yeah, it's been a little bit since you've been in here. Yeah, I mean... I feel like last time you were in here, you famously had so much to catch up on, <laughs> and then you couldn't remember any of it. Look, so. is
0: anyone <laughs> surprised at this, the way like, any any regular listeners will have noticed throughout the years, because uh, it's been a few years now I've been an yeah. official member, um, my memory is a not trying to be gloved, just just slowly. It's kind of getting rattly around uh-huh. the edges. Yeah. Raggedy, rather. So rattly. See? Well, you, you are go. from the 70s. I am. Ooh, yeah. Oh, man. That yeah. music.
1: As am I. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's only a matter of time before I start losing it, too. <laughs> Actually, I don't recall what I was going to talk about in here today. So, uh, it's your show. Oh, great.
0: Um, God, you listen to that, and like, my brain's like, all right, bye! <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, my uh, oldest son uh is graduating high school in forty-eight hours.
1: In forty-eight hours. Yeah. This is so. uh this is the son who uh also recently went to the prom. Yes. Yeah. Uh had an amazing uh suit for the prom. Correct. I don't know if you want us to put a link to this in the show notes. Yeah but totally. Okay. Um we will we will give him a little bit of internet fame. Yeah. A, <laughs> a very, very, very little bit of minus fame. Minus really. Yeah. Um, Uh, yeah
0: so he'll be graduating high school on Friday um, which is is is, he excited about it uh, he's totally done he's ready ready to GTFO as the kids say
1: yeah how long how long would you say he has been in that mindset pretty much post Christmas since sophomore year (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. no I mean but I mean the
0: the new year hit and he just kind of even the point like his grades like he's always been like a High B, low A, mm-hmm. you know, good, good grades, not amazing, but really good. And this last semester, they just went. Whoo! So,
1: uh, do you have you discussed that with him? Do you have oh, any yes, ideas about like why that why that might be? Um,
0: I have. So yes, we have discussed it. I have my own sort of speculations. He has his first real girlfriend right now. Oh yeah. So the the
1: that doesn't have anything to do with it.
0: No, nothing at all. I'm sure. <laughs> So, just a lot of other distractions. Uh-huh. Excuse me, I have, like, allergies. I can't breathe. Um, that are uh, really just, you know, life teenager stuff, essentially. So
1: Life changer stuff?
0: Life teenager stuff.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, congrats to him. Thanks. And then he turns 18 on Monday.
1: Really packing it all in. I know.
0: Yeah. So, I'm going to have an 18-year-old. Yeah. Is, I'm, gonna, I'm going to have a legal adult uh in my household it's by some definitions, by, by most definitions. What are uh, you, what are you in, in, inferring?
1: Well, I'm just saying like, you know, you can't, um, uh, you can't purchase alcohol. Uh, you can't 18. rent a car. You can't rent a car. Uh, you can't, you can't rent a hotel room. That's true. In many places. um, that's about it. Everything else, everything else is like bang, dang, dang. yeah, pretty much so, yeah. Uh, so. Are you going to throw a party for him? Yeah. Are gonna, what is what does what does an eighteen year old want these days? Yeah.
0: Who knows? Uh, again, not trying to be glib, uh, but it he's kind of he has a lot of what he needs, so he wants to have like some friends over and have a you know fire in the backyard in the mm-hmm. fire pit and hang out so probably
1: something pretty chill so that sounds good yeah that's a good way you know there are arguments to be made for having like a a full-on like blowout uh commemoration of the end of high school Mm -hmm. um or college i guess um but i i am a firm believer that the, the real way to celebrate something like that is to just like slowly wade into it. Okay. And um and you'll you will finally feel like the resonance and the impact right around like June twenty eighth or something. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that that's 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 this is good. I think he's on a good track okay. to, to do that. So just be warned like his his mind's going to be blown probably around like June twenty eighth that he's done and, with it and yeah yeah suddenly he'll just be like oh huh! right and, uh, so just be prepared for that all right well, thanks for the heads up
0: yeah um I have something I do again if you think of anything yeah okay well try something might
1: so, might yeah. pop in here as we as we so move
0: I've started um this has an indirect link back to our episode on marijuana hmm. If you recall, yeah, um, you've
1: started a marijuana farm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have started changing my body cell by cell into marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: remarkable. Smoke me if
0: you got me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I've started uh, doing uh, taking CBD oils. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've heard a lot of. By the way, I've heard anything bad about it, and people have had some pretty uh, uh, remarkable. Experiences on it, so I was like, eh, "All right, I'll give it a whirl." Give it a shot. So, so so far, the only noticeable change is that I have been falling asleep easier than I have in probably years. Which, um, if that's the only change,
1: it's, not, that's it's, still, a, positive it's a positive one. Change. Yeah.
0: So that's kind of cool. No side effects. So no. It's yeah, a, it's a win-win. Yeah. So. Have you heard anything about those kind of things? Yeah, or sure. Any experience um, with them, or are you I on mean, them right now? Uh, yeah, you're drinking something weird over there. Much
1: <laughs> <sure>. mainlining actually <laughs> right now. <laughs> I'm hooked up to an IV. Uh, yeah, I I have tried uh, a couple of things, mostly like uh, food items, like as like edibles or like. Well, I've had CBD oil infused, um, like. Broths and okay. things. Okay, okay. Yeah, and I didn't notice anything particular. But I, like anything, if you're expecting some kind of result from it, I think you probably need to maintain it for a little bit before yeah. you start to see any results, and I haven't done that.
0: Yeah, that is um,
1: That is accurate. Uh, I will tell you what I know, especially about CBD oil, is that it is mad expensive, um, or CBD products in general, I guess. Yeah, uh, I think because there is so much attention on them right now, um, even though there's like a lot of players in that market. Um, seemingly, the 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 price of the stuff is is uh, unexpectedly high. I think.
0: Yeah, it's hot commodity, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ended up, uh, ironically, getting my first bottle purchased on April twentieth. Ah. And so they're having a sale, <laughs> so I was like, Good. "All right, you know." So it just <laughs> that is just a coincidence planning. that, like how lined yeah. up of how that happened, but uh, yeah. So it was still pricey, but it wasn't like I'm still waiting to see the the per uh, the ongoing effects, uh, positive or otherwise, uh, to see if I will purchase a, another bottle when this one is empty at a full price. Yeah, if that makes sense.
1: Do you, Can I ask if you had any? particular outcomes in mind when you started using it
0: so the sleeping thing was part of it so that's kind of a cool uh, thing um i've been prone to headaches uh in in my life and it kind of hit a a fever pitch a couple years ago i was starting to get pretty regular migraines Mm -hmm. i was on some migraine medicine for almost a year have been recently taken off of it um because I wasn't having headaches anymore, which is awesome. That's
1: great. They've just you slowly... were generating your own CBD oil.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, they've slowly kind of started creeping back in. So uh, that was one of the first things, kind of like natural headache remedies. Yeah. And that's one of the first things that popped up. And I was like, oh.
1: Do you think that could just yeah. be like seasonal allergies? I mean, possibly. But even um, still, I guess, if it helps. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. So just, uh, and I guess in retrospect, I mean, I started these. So I ordered it on May <laughs> on April 20th. Um, <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> uh, and what what's the today? Like it's been the about 15th, yeah, fifteen. So it hasn't been. You know, it took not a couple quite a weeks month. for shipping and not. So it's only been a couple weeks. Yeah. Um. Actually, probably like a week and a half. Okay. Realistically, so I haven't had a headache in week and a half. Not again. Correlation is not causation. So that's not definitive thing yet. But I'm curious to see how that will eventually play out, if it, if anything. So
1: yeah. Well, I hope it goes well.
0: Me too. Me too. Um, do you watch game of thrones? No, but that bullet sound effect. Down. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I
1: would, I, um, I think that this, this is a topic that I think it would be interesting to get Drew's perspective on as well, because he does watch it. Correct. I believe so. Yeah. Um, I almost watched this season. Um, <laughs> just this season. Yeah. Oh, John. Well, I wasn't. You're amazing. I'm, I've ne- I've never been inclined to watch it. Have you read the books? Uh, no. Okay. And I don't. Uh, I I'm I'm pretty sure I've made clear previously, uh, either in the Percolator or on the archive proper that I I have trouble getting enthused or sticking with stories that are set in any kind of medieval trappings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. I guess the, the argument w- when I've presented that, not that people have been like trying to persuade me to watch this show. You sure. Know, like uh, most people are like, do you watch game of Thrones? And I say no. And they're like, okay. Right. But, um, the, the one argument that I've heard repeated as a reason for why I might want to consider watching it is because it is, you know, such Lots a, nudity. yeah, <laughs> well, there's that <laughs> one too. Yeah. But, uh, that it is, um, a really compelling character study. To which I say, I don't care, (laughs) you know, like, uh, but I, I, I do enjoy, and I think this is pretty well documented too. I like, uh, spontaneity and I like, uh, jumping into things, um, sort of circumstantially. Sure. So there, there was a brief moment where, uh, it occurred to both me and Chelsea, like right around the start of the season mm-hmm. that like, Oh, we haven't watched game of Thrones. Wouldn't it be funny if we just jumped in and watched it, you know, tonight, but then we got busy and didn't,
0: there was uh there was a guy who did a, a online kind of web blog series on the final season of lost, having never watched any Lost before. Oh yeah. It was hilarious. And, uh, just very interesting to have someone having no basis of any of the characters and knew no spoilers or just last season episode one of season whatever seven or eight what the hell it was and yeah. just jumping in and just topping his thoughts on it as you know kind of live stream I still thought a live stream blog of it as he would watch these things yeah uh, it, it was great um,
1: I I I like that notion I don't know that if I were to try it with uh, Game of Thrones that it would be all that interesting <laughs> but I, I mean like I might have some comments like early on but right. then eventually I would just probably get to the point where like I,
0: I mean this last season is only six episodes so it's not like it's a whole lot yeah so it's almost through. over right like this, next
1: week is it this coming Sunday This coming Sunday like the Sunday following the release of this uh, episode Correct. is it's the, the final last
0: episode, episode of, of G.O.T. forever and ever I'm in now don't get me wrong they're doing like spin-offs they'll do spin-offs blah, blah, yeah. blah,
1: blah. Oh, they'll do spin-offs <laughs> yeah um, does that do you think do you think that it is Hotter now than it's ever been, or do you believe that it has already started to wane?
0: Oh, the waning is in full effect. Okay. Um I think it was hotter
1: Probably right if, before the season started. Right
0: before the season started, it was at yeah. the zenith of it's like fever, like madness. Everyone's like, Oh my gosh, it's starting. Yeah. And this this season has been divisive to say the least. Um every almost every other season has been ten episodes. Mm-hmm. Season so season one through six have been ten episodes. Season seven was seven or eight episodes, and his last season has only been is only going to be ultimately six.
1: And at what point, which season did they break away from the original source material? Uh,
0: so well, the source material ran out. Right, right. After season six, so okay. seven and eight. So these been, two
1: abbreviated seasons they're have been on, they've been they've been writing own. on their own, okay. and
0: it's it's painfully.
1: The quality in the writing is just insanely different. So you've noticed a drop-off between when they were adapting. Oh, yes. And when they started from yeah. scratch. Huh.
0: Even simple things like, I do apologize. Sorry. cannot breathe. breathe? Um, in season one, episode one, it is established. It takes a certain amount of time to go from point A to point B in this world. Mm-hmm. It's about a month via wagon train of straight travel, you know, stopping. getting. Yeah, yeah, it sounds yeah.
1: like a great show.
0: <laughs> they, don't get me wrong. <laughs> the, it, they establish this by the people are arriving after the month of travel, okay, and they say, yeah. that was a long month, <laughs> essentially, to that point, to that effect. Um, and starting in Season 7, um, they introduced off-screen teleporters <laughs> because people can be in the northern part of the country and then what it apparently seems to be like two days later are in the southern part of the country Mm -hmm. and for just story purposes reasons it's almost almost comical now especially in this most recent season how people are just like jumping all over the world literally like one day they'll they would be in Florida, and then the next day
1: they'd be in a city in Montana. And you're like, how in the hell do they get there that fast? God, man, it would be awesome <laughs> if like the climax of this show, the whole thing was just like they found like a, a teleporter. Imagine <laughs> like that's yeah. how they close it out. Right. Like we found this teleporter, isn't it awesome? <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, it's crazy. I mean,
1: it's nuts
0: mm-hmm. how. And they've done interviews with the with the showrunners and the showrunners. So HBO literally said to the showrunners, you have an infinite budget. We will give you anything you want. Please do full seasons for season seven and eight. Hmm. Um, and even if you want to, nine, 10, 11, 12, however, however many seasons you'd like to do, whatever you want to do, you got it. Anything. Mm-hmm. And their responses are, we don't want to do this anymore.
1: I mean, I don't blame them for that. Like that's a long time to be working on something, and 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 something that is probably almost all consuming. Like,
0: oh no, it's a year run. Yeah, I'm sure they. We want to work on other stuff. Blah blah blah. Yeah. To which everyone and their mom says, then hand it off to somebody else who will do their due diligence. And
1: well, yeah, but what's to stop HBO from doing that? What's to stop them from just being like, okay, this run has completed, so now we're gonna we're gonna get a whole different creative team and say like. Actually, here's what happened after this point. <laughs> I mean... Like, I mean, there's nothing that says, you know, like, I understand there is this perception of integrity that's associated with, like, the the core creative force sure. or core cast or whatever that's associated with that. But I feel like now, more than ever, it's very easy to, to just introduce <laughs> a, a slight variation of something. You can even just call one, it the same episode thing. Episode one of season
0: nine is did a uh, bob New you know, then we like, oh, what oh, oh oh wait what what date what's the date oh those last two seasons were just a dream <laughs> <laughs> and here's
1: what really happened that'd be amazing i would start watching if, yeah. we had, if that were the case yeah
0: i'm not holding my breath um it's been, it's been disappointing i mean just not to put too fine a point on it uh
1: I kind of wonder. So he, George R. 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 mount I almost called him Mountain. I like that better. George R. R. Mountain. No, no, no. George R. 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 Mountain. Mountain has he's no, as far as we know, as far as the public knows, he is no closer to finishing the next book in the series than he was. Is a question or a statement? Uh, I guess it's a question.
0: Uh, so book six, so there's going to be seven books total. Okay. Uh, five have been released. Okay. Book six is finished uh, in so much as he is like, the book is done. My editors won't allow me to release it because they say it's too long. Apparently it's clocked in about 900 pages.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, so he's currently locked in a pretty stalematey battle with his publishers because he's like it's done and they're like no it's too long edit it and he's like eh, it's done and they're like nope you really need to edit it he's like i'm really not gonna work on it anymore <laughs> <laughs> so Man,
1: this is awesome what I, now what i want to happen is he just works on book seven and finishes that well, and then releases it and then there is no book six <laughs> <laughs> he like there's right. just this whole gap in the storyline yeah that so, I mean, I,
0: it is known. He is work. Um, it's funny. It is known. It's actually a catchphrase from, from the books in the show. Uh, yeah. um, it is known. Um, it's kind of a so say we all, if you will.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, anywho, uh, he's working on book seven. He is because he's, as far as he's concerned, book six is finished. Right. Um, so we'll see how that all plays out. Mm. Um, I'm not well, sure where you're going with that. Well,
1: thing, I was just saying, like, I think the, m- maybe more so than with any other show, here's a very obvious means of quote-unquote rescuing the final seasons of game of thrones yeah. because once he has written or once the those books have been published now hbo can go back and say like okay we just need somebody to take the helm of this the source material is here just adapt it right and, and then you have like this side stream of yeah. seasons seven and kind
0: of retcon six and, seven, seven uh, and eight, whatever yeah so yeah. eight. yeah no i mean it's it's there's definitely there's merit to that Um,
1: I think, if I may pivot from here... Please do. ...to a related topic, I think this is a um, symptom... What I I was suggesting is very much a symptom of a great and also frustrating thing about the the era in which we live. And the great thing is, I think, like... creators of visual entertainment um, have a a more variety at their disposal now than ever before in terms of what people will actually put money behind creating, you know, like, and with all of these uh, streaming services, the ones that exist, the ones that are forthcoming, like there is such a hunger for and a, and a, a drive to experiment with, Uh, content that i think it's like it's very in some ways very exciting to see things um, that no one would have ever assumed were possible sure and the one that like immediately comes to mind i haven't watched this yet uh, but netflix recently just out of the blue dropped an extended version of uh, the Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight, yeah, and it's it's, it's, it's like in four hours. It's in four parts. Yeah, it's it's treated as like a mini series. Yeah, as an episodic mini series, and the movie itself, like a lot of Tarantino's uh, movies, has chapters. Mm. And I my understanding is the chapters don't exactly line up with the with the episodic breaks, but they're close enough or whatever. And there is something like forty five minutes of additional yeah. footage in this. I'm movie. stoked to watch. I know. This I'm bit. I'm really excited to yeah. see it. But the and the, the weird thing about that for me is that I could probably within within the last two to three years, if you had presented this concept to me, and and said, "Here's what's going to happen," you get to see a, a, an extended version of this movie, and I'd be like, "Great!" And then they did say, you guys see
0: it together? I think we might Netflix, have seen it in the theater. Uh,
1: no, uh, our guest archivist Jake and I saw it in the theater. Uh. Like, god completely tanked on Long <laughs> Island Ice teas. Oh no,
0: I saw it at the like the pre-release uh oh god, it was it was, it was like not cinema scope but it was the 70mm roadshow. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh,
1: yeah, so I I I would have been very excited about the idea of seeing all this additional footage um but then the minute you told me, well, it's streaming on Netflix I'd be like, okay, I guess that's fine. <laughs> and then when you told me it's been broken into episodes, I would have flipped the table and walked out. <laughs> so that was old school you. That was old school me. Um, I'm still, I, I do have to say like, I'm, I probably would have watched it by now if it were a movie, if it were just all as one thing. Like a four hour straight movie. If, yeah. If they just really, if they'd said extended cut and that's it, like no, nothing else about it. I probably would have watched it by sure. now. So in a way, the the episodic nature is still a bit of a barrier for me. But it's also a source of interest now, like, and curiosity. I'm interested in seeing. And I, I read something like, uh, I guess Tarantino has an extended version of Django Unchained as okay. well. And he kind of went to them and said, well, I also have this if you're considering, if you're looking for something but he wants he says that is not episodic. That is a movie. It's just a gotcha. longer version of the movie. So I I think knowing that he felt confident enough in splitting Hateful Eight into four parts. Especially he's pretty
0: controlling. Uh, in, yeah. in, a, in a good way. Yeah. Very it's, he's very exacting. Yeah, there yeah. you go. That's a better way to put it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I that gives me hope that well, this is a, a good way to watch this thing. But anyway, I guess I I'm I think th- this is a really exciting time and as much as I bristle at the idea of having a multitude of streaming services that I have to keep track of uh-huh, and, and pay for. Potentially <laughs> pay for. Yeah. <clears throat> because, you know, like right out of the gate, my, my inclination is no, I'm not going to I, do it. I'm you know I'm right there with Like you. I'm I'm already ready to drop Netflix, uh I'm ready to drop HBO. Uh I like Hulu, um but I I could very easily subsist without all of these. Sure. Uh, and, and my inclination is to avoid acquiring any others, subscribing to any others. But, uh, I guess despite all of that, I'm glad that there is all of this opportunity for new and different things because there are stories I think, and things that are going to get created that wouldn't have happened without it. You sure. Sure. So I may never see them. I probably won't see them.
0: But. <laughs> right. And I, to kind of loop back back again to the Game of Thrones thing, one of the most frustrating things about, especially this most recent last season, is that the cinematography is amazing. Some of the best I've ever seen on television. The music is wonderful. The acting is super solid. And the writing is so piss poor. It's just... <laughs> It's mind-boggling how literally almost every other part of a TV show can be like this is this is unlike anything I've experienced in my entire life on TV. It is so good, right? But ultimately, the linchpin of but the its whole bones thing are is robbing. terrible. Yeah. It's terrible.
1: That's so. Rough.
0: How do you how do you ultimately judge that in the yeah. big scheme of things? I mean, and unfortunately, you have to be like it's trash. I mean, there's there's really if you can flick it and it falls apart, it doesn't matter how cool it looks or how well it you know, yeah. sounds or whatnot. not, it doesn't have that writing behind it. It's just, eh. yeah, in my humble opinion. Well, we'll find out. In a few scant days. Yeah. Uh,
1: I don't know if I have anything else to steep on. I think this has been a very good episode of the Percolator. I agree.
0: We should do this every week.
1: i mean (laughs) just put it out there that's a great idea well you know yeah we might be back next week yeah we'll see you never know yeah all right bye see you